It's a little bit after one in the afternoon, my time, on a chill Friday. Hope you're enjoying chill Friday. Did anyone else start their chill Friday by going to their local grocer at about quarter to 11 and getting three maple bars and a fifth of Bushmills? Did anyone else do that? Just me? I used to be quite the lush. I used to, in fact, I still do really, really, really love, uh, love whiskey. Just, just, just adore it. Everything about it. When you got a lot of guilt and like fucked up mental health and like all kinds of anxiety disorders, like alcohol is one of those things that allows you to function in life. You just can't let it to take over your life. And since I only drank like three or four times total in all of 2020, I was very committed to being the podcast monk, plus the pandemic. I mean, the last time I got into it before noon has to be the last time I was in TJ. And this really saddens me to think about. I mean, where has this fucking time gone, pandemic? That would have been October of, uh, of 2019. Had I known... I would be gone for so long. <sighs> Maybe it would have done even more day drinking. Anyway, uh, did I say bonjour, amigos? Did I, I don't fucking remember how the, uh, how the show started, and that's fine. Uh, did I mention I wasn't sure if I was going to do a show or not? Here we are. I don't, I don't remember that either. Anyway, so here we are. I'm still going to pick up Fishby in Ritzville. And here's base. And no, I'm not driving. I'm not driving, so don't fucking worry. That's that's all taken care of. Um, but basically, I got a text from Fish B this morning. It says, "Hey, I'll text you when I'm two and a half hours away. This place is like a, a ninety minute drive from me. The fanciest, bougiest place in the history of Earth. Hence the name Ritzville. So he's gonna text me when he's a couple and a half hours out." And then we're going to time it. Supposedly, I'm supposed to go to like some Zips fast food establishment, wait there, and then Fish B is going to text me when, quote unquote, the coast is clear. Whatever the fuck that means. But finally coming home from back east. I mean, we've, I have conversed with Fish B today. Monday, Fish B back. Two, three months been pro bono lawyering for Jeffrey Tubin's cock. When did Jeffrey Tubin's cock get in trouble? Anyway, it'll be uh, good to have a uh, fish be back. You know who I'm. Uh, you know who I'm driving down there with. This is uh, this is going to be an adventure because it always is with these two. Um, a few years ago, like right when my life ended up back here in Spokangelos, I believe it was one of those nights where I, I did a lot of night drinking, uh, followed off by uh, some uh, some breakfast drinking. Um, and I was getting breakfast at this joint, and I'm sitting next to these uh, two girls at the bar. It uh, turns out they were festive. I knew I was going to get along with these two uh, because they were exotic dancers. I swear to God, I don't even remember their real names. I think their real names are Jennifer and Cynthia, but I've always called them Mercedes and Waffles. <laughs> Mercedes and Waffles, these two. I don't, even, I don't even know their exotic dancer names. But uh, anyway... Um, the long and the short of it is, uh, Mercedes is like, 
a hundred days into a court-ordered sobriety and uh, has a car she likes to drive, so she's going to fucking drive. And then me and Waffles are just going to fucking party. And I know Fish B was... I don't know how 100% sure he, he, he was on coming back to the West Coast, so I think picking him up with... Uh, uh, booze, weed, and uh, a couple of uh, exotic dancers, some old friends you might remember by the name of uh, Mercedes and fucking Waffles. I hope there's a lot of nudity in the car. hope there are a lot. But then again, you know, I don't want someone to be, uh, 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 you know, doing, uh, doing on-the-clock shit off the clock. But, uh, but if inspiration, not Mercedes while she's driving, but if inspiration strikes waffles, by all means. So I got one fucking question. Well, actually, I got lots and lots of questions, but last couple of days, I've had one main fucking question that I can't get out of my mind, despite everything else that's going on. There's impeachment talk, like that. You know, again, if you're just joining us, the nation's soul is on fire. Other than that, uh, everything is fine. But as a Grandpa Joe Biden, as he continues to roll out um, all his cabinet positions, attorney general, secretary of defense, and so on and so on, does anyone know? I mean, I know he's got a, like, COVID advisory board, like, task force or whatever, like, he's formed in the transition. But is there one person who the fuck is head of vaccine distribution? I know attorney general is a big job. Vice president's a big job. But Grandpa Joe needs a good team and we need one fucking person. Who's the vaccine distribution czar? Who's that job? Fucking Google that shit. I couldn't fucking figure it out. Did it get announced one day while I was sick? Did that fucking happen while I was in fucking Florida? You would think this person would be very fucking important, or does Biden not want to name this person until after after he's inaugurated? Or is no one going to be fucking appointed vaccine distribution czar because this thing is just destined to be a shit show clusterfuck? We just should have let Amazon and UPS and FedEx do it. Let nurses and phlebotomists, freelance, doctors, fucking whoever. Pay them $25 a shot, man. Just fucking. But are we not going to have that? Because that's a job no one fucking wants because it's, it's an impossible task. I believe Grandpa Joe and his team are going to do the very, very best of their ability. but I'm also very concerned that we're overestimating our opinion of of, of what constitutes the best of our ability. I was in a state of mind, fingers crossed, mantises pray, that we'd be back in a place of something that resembled normalcy by, you know, my birthday's in September. So hopefully by September, right? But 
God, who fucking knows? Who fucking knows? Supposedly they're just going to, we're going to do what England's doing and just start giving everyone one shot to start and then we'll fucking get to it. But Like we have the vaccines, that's great. But the infrastructure is, the infrastructure of the distribution of the vaccine was more important and is more important than the vaccine is fucking self. What good is a fucking vaccine if none of us could get it in a timely fucking fashion? And we're already being patient. You know, I mean, none of us are expecting to get it in like the first three months, except for, you know, the few of those that have a different kind of jobs, first responders, and very, very, very high risk. I wonder how old our oldest podcast listener is. Hello, whoever you are. And where they live and what they do. And the youngest. Are there more exotic dancers like Mercedes and Waffles? Podcasting's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. I think I saw Stephen Colbert, because it's all part of the same corporate family, uh, getting interviewed on New Year's Eve in passing by Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen, and uh, they were talking to Stephen about what it was like doing a show every night without an audience. And Stephen pointed out that one of the reasons he, he does what he does with a live audience because he needs the live audience, and he has a stage and theater, and I believe Second City background, correct? Chicago. But to paraphrase, this is an exact quote. I believe he described the... Uh, it's like throwing jokes into an Altoids can and throwing that Altoids can off a bridge as you drive by. Or something similar to that. And that is, uh, that's podcasting too. This is, uh, it's, it's a very intimate thing. And if you're wondering, by the way, Bob, is it safe to podcast and cocktail? Uh, yeah, I've, uh, I've only been cocktailing for a couple hours, and I'm a professional. And here's something that, uh, that you may not know. Because of my anxiety disorders, I was lucky enough a million, million years ago to do uh, college radio at a community college for fun. called KGRG was a station. It's one of, and still is one of the best college radio stations in the country. You, you want to hear some fun fucking music that's totally different than any other stream fucking anywhere? KGRG.com. I'll give a little plug. It's alternative, like, a lot of emo, a lot of, like, SoCal, like, Post-punk, pre-punk, punk-punk. The only community college named after a river synonymous with a serial killer, the Green River College is where it's at in Auburn, Washington. Right there at the Green River. He's used to, if you're a fan of most podcasters that have something to do with crime, here's my crime connection. Finally, I used to frequently go over a very small bridge that went over the Green River. In your face! Whatever the fuck podcasts talk about crime. All of them do? That seems over the top. 
But just to do college radio, to do an, to an audience of, you know, 50 to 100, maybe 150, like 200, like tops. It was like a 500 watt signal. It was very small. I believe there's radio stations out there that have 100,000 watt flamethrowers. They were calls in the 80s. Uh, this is a 500 watt. But I used to do this morning show there with some friends. And I was so fucking scared to death in that little quiet college radio environment that on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and I had fucking class later, I would wake up at four in the morning to make myself a little bit of a drink so I could be loose by the time I got in. And by a little drink, I mean I would make in a giant fucking sipper. Put lots of ice in there because I'm going to need it. An eight-shot screwdriver. And then I would usually add a little more at some point during the day. So I would do that three days a week. Well, luckily it was only community college, so I was still able to uh, go to my classes and so on. But a very fucking strange existence. Not healthy. Not fucking healthy. But it took six months of doing that before I finally had enough courage. And then also one day, see, here's the thing. I think, eh, you know, like a, like a glass of wine, glass of wine and a half buzz is actually, actually kind of sound better that way. I, I, just, I just don't think it's a good lifestyle choice. So, there, so there's other, uh, if you look at it in, in its entirety, um, drinking and, uh, and, and performing isn't, isn't the best idea, but, but, but just a drink is, uh, anyway, that gets, uh, that gets tricky. But finally, what broke it is, uh, one day, go figure, I got too wasted. I had no fucking clue what's going on. And sometimes that happens to me. One of the, uh, mental health things that is, is true me my whole life. When I get real nervous, I do real weird shit, and I often make real bad decisions. Just FYI. Still haven't heard from Fishby. I mean, I owe you a show. You just want to kill, you want to kill a couple minutes, sir? I was trying to get organized today before Fishby got, got back, and since I'm just killing time. I was listening to New Music Friday. I'm not going to talk about that, though. But while I was doing that, apparently I had uh, aspirations towards the end of the year of doing uh, some types of shows with just some types of lists or whatever. I work off so many notebooks I found in a random legal pad. Uh, these aren't uh, 2021 resolutions, but this is 2021. These are uh, uh, hopefully the, these things happen. In, in 2021, or it'd be nice, or we're trying to, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, they're not very good, but it's a list. I have like three lists total. Trust me, you're going to want to hang out. That's a terrible, terrible, terrible fucking segue and fucking lead to it, but bear with me here. I don't know what uh, you're trying to plan for 2021, but the way this vaccine's going, fuck it. I should just cross out the one and change it to a two. <laughs> I just did. So now by 2022... Uh, we need the apartment. Um, it would be a real dream if I uh, was the owner of not one, but two e-scooters. I don't own a, own a car. Uh, 
if we could get a, a trivia night going someplace, like that would be great at a bar. That'd be a lot of, a lot of fucking fun for me. Uh, and we got to supplement our income. It can't all be donations at Bob's Fishbowl at bobsfishbowl.com. By the way, uh, uh, if you donate in, in crypto, I promise not to uh, convert it or spend it till at least the end of the year. So you could be giving me a gift of like over like 300% of what you're using. Anyway. But once this pandemic thing passes, I want to do a lot of drinking with my grandma and a lot of hanging out with my grandma. She's, she's getting older. And, that, and that's what really sucks, not only for those that are really a little bit past the 18th hole of life, but uh, those of us that love them and not being able to uh, enjoy them in the ways that we should. Um, and I want to get all the stories I can from her. Um, she, she's 94. And... Uh, <laughs> She's so tough. She She's just had like a mild case. There's no such thing. A mild case of breast cancer for like three years now. She's fucking fine. She's just fucking fine. She just fucking goes. No, no chemo, that shit. She just fucking. She had surgery. Some still there. It fucking. It sucks. She's fucking tough. She's fucking tough. Um, uh, I have a daughter. Well, she's supposed to graduate in 2021, but now this is a 2022 list. So sorry. Sorry, Nelly. Uh, I also had aspirations of spending at least six weeks in uh, in Mexico in uh, 2021, but looks like that's out. Also, got to go see uh, St. Patrick in Arizona. That's been a fucking minute. Luckily, he got an RV and visited over the summer. Otherwise, that'd be way too long. Um, you know what else I want to do in this pandemic thing? Uh, slips. Uh, I want to take one of those salsa dancing classes uh, or go to like bars where like that happens. I think... Uh, I mean, not only learning Spanish, but I think the ability to, uh, to, uh, to salsa, which I've seen with my own eyes, happens quite a bit uh, in, in T. I think that would enhance my TJ experience, don't you? And uh, really all of Latin America? You know, wouldn't that, that, that just, you know? I'm not saying you got to do it every fucking day, but just as like a, a tool in the Swiss Army knife of life. Yes, I know how to salsa, I know how to tango, like just, so no fucking Spanish, worst comes to worst. I also have extensive experience as an international drug smuggler. So I bring a lot to the table. There's no doubt about that. And yeah, did I save the apartment first and last? So that's, that's, a, that's what I was thinking for, uh, for 2021. 20, uh, now 2022. Uh, I also started a list, and I think what I was going to do is go through like every show sheet and really just pour out a fucking banger of a fucking show uh, called What I Learned in 2020. Um, well, I just got some uh, breaking news uh, from the Post. House Democrats unveil articles of impeachment drafted. I mean, there's fucking 12 days left. I, I mean, I guess, I guess. I mean, what are they trying to do? Just stay. They should be working on fucking vaccine rollouts and fucking stimulus checks and fucking immigration reform. They're only going to have two years of this shit where they have the House, the Senate and the fucking White House. And rather than getting ready for that shit, fucking 27 hours a day. I hope they all get meth habits and work constantly. House Democrats unveil articles of impeachment. I, I get it. I get it. It's impeachable, yes. 
but it's a rear-facing project, and I hate rear-facing projects. Ugh. It's not that rear-facing projects aren't valuable, but you got to pick and choose your spots with those. you got to be front-leaning. And just because I'm rambling now, and uh, I know uh, many of my friends that, uh, that, that enjoy the show in one way or another, uh, work in what we'll just call blanket uh, showbiz or, uh, or journalism. And a lot of them now is they've gotten into their 40s. And some of them, even earlier, uh, have really had to make a decision. Are they going to remain talent on the on-air side, or are they going to try to uh, get into management in, in some way or another? And most of them are management. And the point I'm trying to make here, something said by someone smarter than me, uh, it speaks to uh, creativity and how you know when it's time to get out of the game. Because this is one of the hardest fucking things every entertainer has to ask themselves. When is it time to get out of the game? How do you fucking know if your best days are behind you? Someone smarter than me said this. I don't know who, but obviously because it's so profound, they must be smarter than me, I'm guessing. But here's the test. As soon as you have more memories than ideas, get the fuck out. You're not creatively dead, but you're creatively on hospice care. Me, I feel okay about what we're doing. I mean, therapeutically, uh, this podcast uh, means a lot to me. It means a lot to me that there's, you know, obviously a handful of people that seem to enjoy it. And I'm all fucking ideas. It doesn't matter if most of them are terrible. If you're, if you're still like, if your brain feels like a pretty fertile idea farm, I think you can give yourself the green light to proceed. I promise you when I don't, I'll fucking stop. I promise you when I don't think we're improving, when we're just fucking going through the motions and just doing a show to do a show, and we make podcasts because we make podcasts. Like, I'm making soup or some shit. Not that there's anything wrong with soup. But like when I feel like this thing is no longer improving, that, that's when we stop. I'm 45 years old. Don't look a day over 69. And hopefully, you know, the world aligns and I can fucking, you know, you and I can have this relationship for the next 30 years. I would love to be 75 and fucking doing this of everything I've ever done in my entire life, and I've done a ton of shit, like this is the Goldilocks medium. I mean, Dr. Tony Fauci just turned 80. He's vibrant. He's working like I would. Man alive. It would be nice to get to a place at some point where... Uh, uh, this podcast thing actually doesn't uh, actually doesn't lose 
uh, 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 me money. But that's okay. That's okay. People say things like, and I'm not sure they really mean it, but people say things like, you know, find a job you, you know, you do for free and you'll never work a day in your life. I've had jobs that are so much fun, I would have paid to do them. And I suppose this is, a, this is one of those things. I believe legally uh, they, would, they would call it a hobby, but it's also... Anyway, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming along with us on this, uh, on this journey. Um, I have a list of, of nicknames that I think you'll kind of fun, that I think you'll think. Are, uh, are kind of fun. We're going to get to when uh, in just a minute. Still fucking haven't heard from Fishby. Let me check. No? Nothing. Just House Democrats impeaching. I mean, do shit. <sighs> Democrats are so bad at things. And I know I just said I was going to go on to, uh, to another list, and I fucking will in a second. But then I just looked at the phone and I fucking saw it again. And every time I fucking see this headline, it's fucking going to drive me crazy. Articles of impeachment, hooray, hooray. And, and, and yes, as Barack Obama said, they can walk and chew gum at the same time. But are, are you kidding me? After Trump spent four years unraveling the functionality of federal government from the State Department to fucking the EPA to fucking everything, like, there's a lot of shit to do. I'm not sure they have time to do this. Plus, having very serious conversations about fucking federally legalizing marijuana and immigration. and This may be the only time in the next 25 years that the Democrats have these two years of the House, the Senate, and the President. We don't fucking know what the future holds. If anything, Donald J. Trump teaches us that politics is completely unpredictable, especially social media is a known unknown, as Donald Rumsfeld would call it. Judges fucking everything. This may be the only two fucking years that the Democrats have in the next 20. And rather than work on that shit, nobody <sighs> collectively as a group is more frustrating than the fucking Democratic Party. It is a big tent group, but it is, it, it, it is wildly dysfunctional. And yes, I do understand on some level, in fact, not on some level, on the level, when they wrote the finest political document to ever be created, the Constitution of the United States of America, they intentionally put it in to make change slowly occur over time. Radical change breaks the fucking system. It fucking breaks it. Donald Trump fucking broke it to the best of his fucking ability. But we have a system that's designed to, to grind away very slowly and be fucking frustrating. And I know it is frustrating, but it's also that tempo that we're not 
changing the world every other fucking day. That allows us to live in a quasi, and I know we're in a pandemic, but under normal circumstances. In a civil society, in a civilization. So Biden's got the pandemic. He's going to have huge, huge, huge issues with the economy caused by the pandemic. But first, we got to fucking get through the fucking pandemic. And that's going to take a lot of fucking time. And then the Democrats got to choose. I think they can get the fucking weed thing done. But is it going to be immigration? Like, is it going to be adding a public option to Obamacare? They have enough political capital to do one fucking thing. One fucking thing. And every fucking policy wonk in fucking D.C. better be fucking all getting methamphetamine habits. Unless, of course, they have a family. But this country's more important than their family. Screw it. Get them the habit. And get them doing nothing but working and nothing but thinking on effective public policy and what the fuck we're going to do. What the Back to a list. Meanwhile, uh, I think I was going to go through just a bunch of fucking show sheets and uh, <laughs> and recite a little list of, of what I learned in, uh, in 2020. Uh, and I only got like seven items on here, and none of them are very good. But uh, just uh, uh, in some fucking legal pad, I must have been fucking manic one day, uh, I wrote down that uh, Zoom psychiatry is mediocre, but offers important insights to expand U.S. medical infrastructure. <laughs> it's better than nothing, but telemedicine might offer us a shorter path to, because we want to get everyone insurance, but the reason people get pissed off, we don't have the medical infrastructure to do that. We don't have enough doctors, nurses, you know, bill processors, pharmacists, all that shit. But telemedicine may offer us a, a shorter path to uh, getting all those people trained. Um, I wrote down that uh, this school year shouldn't count for anyone. Like, if you're a junior in high school, you should be able just to be a fucking junior in fucking high school next year, too. Unless you want, it's totally up to you. If you want to be a senior, one, but, but college, eligibility, all that shit. This year doesn't count. Maybe last year doesn't count either. Just go, just keep doing class, and then whenever you decide to go back to school, you declare uh, what year you are, and we'll say fine. Um, you know, I learned in 2020, really fucking valuable lesson. The power of daily yoga. Just hanging out with YouTube yoga with Adrian. But, uh, in a world that is often very difficult for me to manage, uh, uh, yoga not only has improved my overall health, uh, but given me a, another coping tool. I mean, who fucking knows? I mean, because I really got into the idea of, of doing daily yoga practice uh, well before everything got shut down, like in fucking March. So I was already there. I was doing it. But if, like, if I wasn't in that good headspace provided by, or at least uh, more often than I used to be in better headspace because of little shit like eating right and doing fucking yoga every day. Man, I feel like I've been a hot fucking mess through this fucking pandemic. I can't imagine... You know, that's a known unknown. 
Donald Rumsfeld, how bad I fucking, I could have got. Uh, I also wrote down, um, I mentioned I was 45. Uh, I was going to talk about erection health because we love talking fucking cock on this show. And I wasn't doing this uh, for, for a long time. I don't, I don't fucking know why. But especially as you get older, uh, if you really want to protect your, your erection health, you got, you got to sleep in the nude. God, because you're just getting hard and soft all night, and that's how you're cocky. And then if it's not, you're just not going to get the full dilation, you know, if you got that thing strapped in there. And I can't tell you how gratifying uh, it is to, uh, to wake up from a, from a dream and just have just a heart on that's worthy of a statue. Um, I also wrote down that, uh, uh, everyone knows I'm, I'm not a white guy, I'm vibrant vanilla, but that really, that joke needs a lot more fucking context than that. Um, but I wrote down, uh, in 2020, uh, we learned what happens when we play politics with a pandemic with a sociopath. Uh, shit ends poorly. Um, uh, also, uh, learned this year that the number 13 isn't a curse, it's, it, it, it's a beautiful number and it's a lucky number. Uh, I've also learned from uh, the wisdom of Mr. Fred Rogers that uh, sometimes when, 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 when you've got to say something tough or you've got to say something true, uh, you should follow that sentence with uh, uh, dot, 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 and that's okay. For example, uh, we have a warning on this show that it's brought to you by a history of mental illness and substance abuse, and that's okay. Just... Uh, the idea of uh, of acceptance—it's very uh, a very Christian and a very uh, Buddhist uh, notion. Those things, and a little Jedi, all beautifully entwined. Um, I have aspirations of doing a lot more writing. I also wrote down, and this is real fucking inside. I don't even know if you fucking remember this. I wrote down that uh, the biggest disappointment, <laughs> and obviously. We're being fucking facetious, but the biggest disappointment of 2020 is even though my mom bought a brand new shredder, I never fucking once got the ambient noise of her using the shredder upstairs. I mean, I live in a fucking basement. Sometimes the heater comes on and shit. It just, uh, yet, 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 you, uh, yet you put up with that. I hear it from Fishbee yet? We should finish up in a second because, well, actually, fuck it. Give me a second. I was going to say my... Drink needs a little fresheroo. That is that is all ice. And now it's significantly more wet. For as much as I love whiskey, I don't know how to. Uh, it's not that I don't know how. I don't prefer to uh, to drink it neat. I don't like it in anything, but j- just with ice, whether it's a a bourbon. Whiskey, Irish whiskey is my uh, preference. But neat. I have a lot of respect for people that drink whiskey neat, like Matthew McConaughey and Steve uh, Stephen Colbert, and they're not drinking any fucking bourbon. <laughs> Fuck it, Wild Turkey One Hundred and One neat. <sighs> That's gonna be my goal this year. That's gonna be it. Anyway. Uh, one last, uh, one last list of, uh, of, of nicknames. And the reason I thought about this is, uh, remember a few weeks ago when I went to, uh, when I went to the Baskin Robbins and I fucking, I was so fucking spacey. I, uh, I forgot to, uh, I forgot to tip and then I felt bad and I got this giant fucking Sunday while I was there. 
and I got even extra hot fudge on the side. And uh, uh, when I called to apologize and um, told him I'd go back in there and make it right one of these days, uh, uh, the guy said, oh, yeah, is this the hot fudge guy? Uh, to which I instantly got uh, an erection worthy of a statue. And I'm like, you're goddamn right it is. You're goddamn right it is. No one's ever called me that before, but uh, I'm taking it. I am the hot fudge guy. I know some of you are taking that in a very childish direction. I just think that... uh, I mean, I love things in general, but I think the most beautiful things are like the simplest things, like the, uh, you know, the joy of an exotic cabaret. The complex simpleness and naturalness of a taco. Whiskey and ice. So anyway, the hot fudge guy. Uh, I I think, like, the best dessert going... I... There's a lot to be said for fancy desserts. There's a lot to be said for fancy desserts. But a really good vanilla ice cream with a really good hot fudge? Gosh. Isn't there a show on Netflix? I've never watched it, but isn't there a show called Fuck That's Delicious? I mean, real good hot fudge and real good vanilla. Fuck, that's delicious, right? Um, so the hot fudge guy is my last uh, nickname, and I started making a brief list of uh, other nicknames uh, I've had in my life. Uh, my first one, because I was a, a very emotional, bipolar, and uh, troubled uh, child who was uh, really, really fucking scared of the world. Uh, 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 so uh, my first day, uh, nickname was uh, was was Crying Brian, and then uh, my uh, my guardian angel would refer to me as Bry, and then evil classmates would call me Glowworm. And then because I was Brian Van Dyne, there was a, an underpants company called BVD in the 80s, so that was a name. And then I was Vandy, and then it finally became Bob. And then <laughs> uh, towards the end of uh, my high school, like early college career, this is like right in the transition from cell phones, f- uh, from fucking pagers of all things. Uh, but when I would uh, page people, I would, I would put the, because uh, I'd always be in a different place when I need my weed right, but I'd page them with the 808 area code, which is uh, Hawaii. I was not in Hawaii, but 808 also spells Bob, and 808 also is, of course, the, uh, the famous fucking base. I ate a weights. Um, and then uh, 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 Bob Green, and then I was a DJW No Name, and then I was Osama No Nama, then No Nama Dali, then Bobby No Nami, then Nizzy, then the Bob Father, then Blondie, then as the strippers call me, Liam Car- Cardholder, and then uh, Tijuana Bob, and now proudly the hot fudge guy. And maybe, just maybe, one of these days, the podcast king of Spokangelus. What a title. What a title. All right, everyone keep their fingers crossed about the apartment. I don't fucking know where, uh, where Fishby is. Still no text, but uh, I can hear the giggly from upstairs, which means my mom is uh, having a real fun conversation with Mercedes and Waffles. I'm gonna go rescue the ladies and uh, and uh, let's let's rendezvous uh, back on Monday. Uh, Fish B should be here, probably with some stories from New York. Love you, adios.